my God, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Your faith is going to shift God to step into that realm of the suddenly. Things that you've asked for for a year. Come on, things that you have been weeping for, for a month. I said suddenly. I said suddenly. I said suddenly. I said suddenly. You better hear me. The Bible says you wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers and rulers in heavenly, in darkness, in heavenly places. In other words, there's a fight in the heavenlies right now over your breakthrough. I want to ask you a question. Are you just sitting down and allow the enemy to steal from you? I said, I'm asking you a question. My Bible says from the first day that you pray, God hears you. Why is the answer not there? Because Christians sit back and say, devil attack, devil do whatever you want to do. Maybe it's not God's time. But you have a preacher in your face this morning telling you that the devil is a liar. Ah, come on. You have a preacher telling you that God says it's time. It's time for the suddenlies. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You've been praying about your family for months. And the devil says, stop praying because it's not going to happen. Let me tell that devil, he's a liar. And the father thereof, God is going to do it suddenly. One more, one moment you were weeping and the next moment you are rejoicing. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody in this place. One moment you are down and out. The next moment you are up and about. God is going to do it suddenly. I said, God is going suddenly. Suddenly there's breakthrough. Suddenly the sun is shining. Suddenly the storm is ending. Come on, suddenly there's healing in his wings. Come on, somebody shout suddenly. You've been praying about that promotion over and over and over. And it doesn't seem it's coming through. I declare the suddenness of God is not just going to follow you. It's going to knock you out of your seat. Come on, if you believe that, you better jump on your feet. And you better act like you believe the word of God. The suddenness of God. Don't judge tomorrow based on today. God's about to do it suddenly. Tell your neighbor, don't judge tomorrow based on today. God is about to do it suddenly. Do you hear me right now? You don't judge tomorrow. Based on what's happening to you today. Because God can do it suddenly. God can change it suddenly. God can bring that breakthrough. But you better believe that He's the God of the suddenly. Suddenly everything is different. You better hear me. When God spoke to Noah, He said, Noah, prepare for rain. It never rained on the earth. Noah, Noah had no idea what rain is. And God said to him, you better prepare now for what's about to happen next. All right, let me speak to you this side. You better prepare now for what's about to happen next. You better, my God, you better hear me. You better prepare now for what's about to happen. They said, Noah, you are crazy. You lost your mind. They didn't want to listen to him. Is somebody wanting to listen? God says He does nothing unless He reveals it to His servants, the prophets first. You have to prepare for what's about to happen. 
All right, I want to speak to somebody. Faith is going to come to your heart right now. It's time to prepare an ark. Because as sure as God is alive, rain is coming. I said rain is coming. There's a flood. I said there's a flood coming. I said there's a flood. I said there's a flood. The flood of abundance, the flood of breakthrough, the flood of restoration, the flood of healing, the flood of more than enough. We don't care what the world says. We have a hope and a future and Jesus is His name. Come on, somebody shout suddenly. suddenly. One more time. Suddenly. You have to make room now for the next. This, it's so strong in my heart this morning to tell people. That what you see now is not how it's going to end for you. Come on, I feel it so strong in my spirit to tell people that I, I, I want you to tell your face I'm preparing for my next. Because my next is bigger than my now. My next is, oh come on, my next, there's more into my next than there is in my now. One word from God can change anything in your life. One word from God can change everything in your life. Who believes that? I said, who believes that? Come on, you better lift those hands and cry out suddenly, God. As for me and my house, there will be a sudden breakthrough. I want to speak to people. Stop settling for manna in the desert when there is milk and honey. <laughs> ah, in the promised land. Come on, people, I'm speaking to you. Stop settling for manna in the desert when God says that there's milk and honey in the promised land. Why do you settle for the pit when God gave you the palace? Come on, somebody better hear me in this place. Why do, why do you settle for I am okay? Why do you settle with I am okay? For I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Why do people settle? I'm asking you a question. Today is the last day that you will settle. Why do you settle for Ishmael when God says there's an Isaac on its way? Hear me right now. The devil wants to attack people with the word of God. Making you believe that God wants you just to be happy and settle with where you are right now. But I'm here telling you in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm hearing in my spirit there's a suddenly breaking through for you and your family. But what you have to do is stop looking for the manna and start expecting the milk and the honey. Come on, stop expecting Ishmael to show up when God says, I've blessed you with an Isaac. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody. You don't have to settle with, I am okay. You can settle for, I am more than a conqueror. Through Christ Jesus, that's in me. But basically, I'm too broken, I'm too hurt. That's exactly what God uses. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is close to those who's broken in heart. He's close to those with a crushed spirit. You are never too broken for God. Is somebody listening to me? Why? Because you are broken now, but suddenly there's a joy that will overflow your one moment you were in fear, the next moment, suddenly there's faith. I'm speaking to people that's standing in front of closed doors. Suddenly it's open. I'm speaking to people that says there's no business coming through. Suddenly there's an overflow. You don't have room enough to put away all the blessings of God. I'm speaking to somebody. One, one night you went to bed and you said, there's no way I'll be able to pay all my bills. But suddenly God came through in the middle of the night and the next morning you step in into the suddenness of God. I want to get your faith to that faith where my faith is. Suddenly. Suddenly. Yes, Holy Spirit. Unexpectedly. 
Ah, the Lord is speaking to somebody. You might not even expect. But you better hear me. You have to prepare now for what's coming next. I want you to hear me. Every time there's a breakthrough coming your way, there's always a sign that breakthrough is next. What's that sign? Attack. Okay, let me say that again. There's always a sign. The Lord always prepares you for your next. So when you, have, when you, are, when you, when you are going through attack, onslaught of the enemy, you have to know you next. You have to know that God is preparing you. I'm, sp I'm not speaking to wealthy people. I'm speaking to born-again children of God. His promises is yes and amen. He makes a promise you'll never go through anything unless you can handle it. Do you get me right now in this place? One minute the devil thought he's got you. The next God says, you next. <laughs> the next, oh come on, the one minute you were down and out. And the next minute God says, you next. Always look at the onslaught and the attacks. That's a sure sign of the breakthrough that is coming. In other words, the attack always matches the breakthrough. How many of you understand that diamonds are formed through fire? You have to go through the fire. For God. I said you have to go through. You have to go through fire. And then diamonds come through that. I want to tell you, I've been, I've been spending time with the Lord so much that I, I, I want to get you to a place where I am. And I promise you it's going to happen. Because... You become what you sit under. That's a fact. But so many people give their lives to Jesus and they accept Him as Lord. But not, or, or they accept Him as Savior. Let me say that. And not many cross over to the place where they realize that He's Lord. Some people know Him as Lord, but so many people miss out on that He's also friend. And it's friends who walks with God. It's friends who dwells with the Lord. And He speaks to His friends, the scripture says. And this whole time I'm spending time with him, the Lord has been pre preparing me for my next. And he said to me, you have to prepare, you have to do something now that's going to keep the next. You have to prepare it in the now. So many people are caught off guard. This is why so many people sit year after year after year after year. They are not growing spiritually. They're not growing financially. They're not growing at all because they're not preparing for the next. God never gives his anointing to lazy people. Hear me right now. God never gives His anointing to lazy people. Let me hit you with hard facts. God uses me, and I thank God for using me. I, I, I love the fact. Do you know the other night I'm, I felt drawn into His presence to go and pray? And as I felt drawn into His presence, I stood in His presence and I heard this. If you can't pray, I can't use you no more. If you're too lazy, I can't anoint you. And my prayer was, Lord, give me a zeal for my father's house. Give me a zeal for my father's house. Let nothing else. So what I do now is when I feel the pulling, I go pray. Do you hear what I'm saying? When I feel the pull, I spend time with him in prayer. And suddenly an hour goes like this. You're in the holy of holies and God reveals himself to you. And in that holy place, I've heard God say to me, there suddenly is coming. Things that you have been preparing for for years. Speaking to me, things that I've been preparing for for years is coming. You better write down the date in the second I'm telling you this. God said to me, there's a suddenly coming. 
And I want to declare this to God's people right now. This is why I want to get your faith to the, the place called now. Now faith. We start to activate God's faith in your life. And you'll understand, for in order for me to experience my next, I have to do, do something now. Please take note, in Noah's time, everybody was busy with the things of this world. Noah was busy with the things of God. You didn't get this. You better get busy with the things of God. Time is over for playing games and for feeling sorry about yourself and licking your wounds. You are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Don't let the devil lie to you, people. Don't let the devil tell you the church has hurt you too much. It's a lie. The Bible says to the one whom you present yourself to listen and obey to, that is your God. In other words, you listen to the lies of the devil, then Satan is your father. But we have a father, my God, and our hope is in him. Our trust is in him. And he's the God of the suddenly. I want you to open up your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 3. I want to read something. I'm going to take two scriptures today and I'm going to preach out of two scriptures. As you turn to the book of Acts chapter 3, I want you to shout this with all of your heart. I'm not settling. Come, you can do better than that. I'm not settling. Come on, one more time. Now, listen to this. Now, Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. The ninth hour is 3 p.m. in the afternoon, according to the Jews. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Please say Beautiful. To ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms? And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise. Arise. 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 And walk. And, he's, and he took him by the right hand. He lifted him up. And immediately, say immediately. immediately. Come on, say suddenly. suddenly. His feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Now, this guy was placed at the gate called Beautiful. If you understand what happened at the gate of Beautiful, the gate of Beautiful was, was created out of brass. It was a beautiful gate. And so what they knew was, they knew that every single time people go to the temple, they take money with them to offer unto the Lord. All right, that's the first key that you can take money to church. Church can take up an offering. They did, they did it in the early church. And they, they knew that they were clever. They set them outside the gate called beautiful because they knew this is church people. They didn't know it's, it's, it's church people. Is the, this is why he asked for alms. The Chinese offering. Ching-a-ling, ling-ling. And so in any case, they, he expected money to come. The problem was he was sitting outside the gate, looking into the gate. He was outside, looking in. I want to declare this to you, that the season of standing outside, looking in, stops right now. <laughs> you didn't get this. 
I want to declare this. You are about to experience a beautiful season. Uh, come on, you're about to experience the beautiful presence of Jesus. Come on, you, you, you might be broken. You'll become beautiful. Am I speaking to somebody right now in this place? Your season of looking and not stepping into comes to an end. Come on, let me say that one more time. Until it's Rhema, your season of looking and not stepping in comes to an end. I declare in the name of Jesus that you're about to step in to that beautiful season. Come on, to that beautiful season. Who believes that, by the way? Come on, I want to see it in your face. I believe I'm stepping into my beautiful season. You are not going to look at the gate called beautiful. You're going to step into beautiful things. Listen, this is not for everybody. This is for the 50 people I spoke to about. I say this in the name of Jesus, that you no longer look at the gate beautiful. You'll step into beautiful things. Because the God whom I serve and in front of whom I stand declared that the suddenness of heaven is about to hit His people. You will no longer... Standing outside, gate called beautiful, looking in. You will start to live inside, blessing out. (laughs) Oh, I'm speaking to somebody. You'll no longer stand and look at the gate. You will no longer stand looking in. You will stand inside, blessing out. Come on, you will be blessed as you go and blessed as you come. Blessed. Whoa. Come on, can you feel the favor of the Lord in this place? Tell your neighbor everything is going to be beautiful. There's some in this building that better hear me. For too long people has left you outside the gate called beautiful. Because that's what the enemy wanted you to believe. This is this. This is where, the, where God wants you to stop. God wants you to look in. It's not your portions. It's, the, it's your neighbor's portion to have beautiful things. To step into the season of beautiful. Come on, to step into the season of peace. The devil has lied to people. This is why God is changing it up right now. And he's telling you, I'm telling you through the Spirit of God. They have placed you outside the gate called beautiful for so long. And nobody told you there's a better place. Until John and Peter came and says, look at me. Look at me. Silver and gold I have I none. But such as I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, arise. Take up your bed. Read the Bible. Right after that, he went through the gate called beautiful into the temple. He needed somebody to tell him that your situation has stricken you. But it's time to get up. You know what people do when sickness comes? They forget about the Lord. When poverty comes, they forget about the Lord. Come on, let's be honest. When everything is moonshine and roses, we serve Him. We love Him. But when turmoil comes, we don't remember Him. So what you do is you keep sitting outside the gate called beautiful. This is why Peter said, what I have, I give unto you. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. This is why you run to the wrong people. I'm sick. Oh, you poor you. They can't give you what they don't have. You have to surround yourself with people of faith that can say, Thus saith the Lord. Though you might be stricken. 
You will be risen up in Jesus' name. By His stripes. You are healed. Doesn't matter you call somebody with less faith than you. Say, I'm not going to make it this month. What are they going to say? Oh, you God, we're going to pray for you. Or you get yourself surrounded with somebody that says there's a better place. There's a place after the, my God. There's a place called beautiful. And they sit outside the gate and they just wait. Oh, people must just do something for me. Just do something. But Peter, actually, I think Peter wanted to say, there's a better way. Come, let me show you to come into the temple. Oh, a day in his courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be the gate, the doorkeeper to my father's house than sit with the seed of the scornful. Am I speaking to somebody right now? God did not create you to sit outside the glorious gate and see everybody else pass. How many people are so sick and tired of seeing everybody else prosper and you just... Come on, come on. Remove your mask. It's fine to do it now. And just be you. How many of you are sick and tired being sick and tired? Come on, how many of you are sick and tired of going through months, ups and downs, ups and downs? My Bible says you will be the head only and never the tail. Come on, I'm speaking to people right now. It's time that you arise. I said it's time that you arise. What does this mean? Kick off everything that hinders you from the presence of God and get through the gate called beautiful. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody pitied that man until he met a man with boldness. <laughs> so when you're sick, and I get a voice note to pray, like I did last night, prayed for somebody that was sick. I will never say, oh, sorry. Some people plan a funeral. Well, God says, I have given you life and death. You choose. Yeah, are you getting me? I said, are you getting me? You know one thing that people say, we, we love Jesus. Oh, we love Jesus. How many of you love Jesus? But they don't believe his word. You can never separate Jesus from his word. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, we love Jesus. Oh, I'll, I'll die for Jesus until you're sick. No, it's quiet now. I'm helping you. Because the world has taught you sit outside the gate called beautiful. Because people's going to walk past you and they're going to feel sorry for you. And that's what the devil is happy about. Because then never do you realize who you are in Christ. You are always the victim. Oh, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. <laughs> You're always the victim. This is why I want to speak to this church today. And I want to tell you, I declare in the name of Jesus, no more will you just see in. You will blaze out. You will step into the gate called beautiful. I'm speaking to somebody right now. You better prepare now for what's coming next. What's coming next is not going to defeat you. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to break you. Come on, what's coming next is going to explode over here. Come on, you're going to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Your family will be blessed because of you. 
Your neighbors will prosper because of you. Your street will have more than enough because of you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. I said somebody better shout hallelujah. Come on, somebody better shout hallelujah. 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 You have to quickly look at somebody with no faith. You better tell them you're next. Come on, look at somebody with no faith. You better tell them you're next, brother. You're next, sister. Come on, I said you're next. You're next. I said you're next. I said you're next. I said you're next. But here's the thing. Arise. 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 Say, devil, this is the last day that you will keep me depressed. This is the last day that you'll keep me broken. This is the last day that you'll keep me sick. I'm arising, stepping through the gate called beautiful. Come on. This is my season of the beautiful. Oh, oh somebody shout beautiful. beautiful. Come on, somebody shout beautiful. beautiful. This is the season of beautiful things. Oh, I feel like saying that one more time. This is the season. You have to wake up, Boston, I hear the Spirit of God. You have to wake up every morning with an expectation that God is going to do something incredible for me today. Is somebody listening to me? You wake up in the morning with an expectation. This is a beautiful day. I'm stepping into beautiful things. I'm not sitting, oh my goodness, I'm not sitting outside looking into other people receiving breakthroughs. Listen, I'm stepping in to the season of the beautiful and I'm blessing out. For if God before you, who can be against you? If God says yes, no man can say no. Come on, no man can curse what God has blessed. I am the apple of his eye. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Sikuni. He is Jehovah Rofeka. My God, my banner, my secret place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My season of the beautiful is finally here. I want to ask the real people, be honest. How many of you know what it means to cry? You, you, you cry, you say, Lord, help me out. How many of you know that? Well, then you are next for breakthrough. Because weeping may last for the night. But joy, beautiful, comes in the morning. I'm speaking to somebody that believes God's word. That though he slay me, yet I will trust him. I'm speaking to the 50. Because some trust in chariots and some trust in horses. But we shall be remembered. The name of the Lord shall be beautiful. So my point I tried to make. Is God is sifting stuff. I can't shake this thing off. I have to tell this to somebody that wants to receive this. The reason I can't shake it off because you have not yet received it in the spirit. But there's a suddenly with your name on it. I said there's a suddenly with your name on it. You have to hold on to the word of God. He's bigger than your storm. He's bigger than what you face. 
Lord, how will I pay my rent? Your job is just to believe. Your job is just to seek. Your job is to remind yourself what the Word of God says. You know when people have faith, when turmoil struck. That's when you have to put rubber to the tar. That's when you know when somebody has faith. Faith is not you singing songs about faith every single day and putting nice stuff on Facebook. That means zilt. If your heart is far from God, faith is somebody believing God that is better than where I'm now. Come on, there's always bigger. There's always deeper with God. No, you didn't hear me. There's always more with God. Too many people quote scriptures but don't live the scripture. Five, 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 five. And the attack coming. Unbelief, unbelief, unbelief. Hear me, you look me in the eye. As long as you're going to wait for people to encourage you, you're going to wait until Jesus returns. I can just imagine when Peter said, you better look unto me. Look at us. And that man started looking at Peter. I, I can just imagine is what Peter said. Now you see faith. Get your eyes off where you we are seated now. Because I can tell you what I have. Arise. Most of you want the breakthrough. It's time to arise. Most of you want the suddenly of God. It's time to arise. As long as you sit because you know that it was in your whole family. Cancer struck your whole family. It will struck you until you arise and say, there's no behind this gate. <laughs> Let me say that. Let's draw this line. That's the gate called beautiful. Most people are here. <laughs> While the race does this. And then if he gets one person, it's so bad, suddenly there's a groupie. And it's a tear come tear. Come on, does it tear come tear? And everybody feels bad. And while everybody, God, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided. To follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turn around, no turn around. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. When calamity struck, I have decided to follow Jesus. Come on, when sickness comes, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Why? The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turn around. 
No turn around. Yes. Let me just say this. Look me in the eye. What happens here is not determined by the devil. You determined it yourself. You somebody didn't listen to me. Oh, the devil. Hallelujah. Nobody determines that you do. Here's Holy Spirit. Revelation says, Behold, I've given you an open door which no man can shut. And from here, I'm blessing out. I wonder if God could do that for me. I'm speaking to somebody. I'm here. I'm Peter. Oh, my goodness. Hello. The suddenness of God. I said, God is about to do it suddenly. I said, God is about to do it suddenly. I said, God is about to do it suddenly. I said, God is about to change your situation suddenly. God's about to break through for you suddenly. I want to ask the 50 crazy people that believe that God's about to do something crazy, suddenly, extraordinary. I want you to get out of your seat and run twice around this. Come on, run. Come on, let me see those who believe the word of God. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turn around. No turn around. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. Oh, no turning back. Oh, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The world, be, the world behind me. The cross before me. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. The world behind me. No turning back. Well, no turning back. Hallelujah. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Well, no turning back.
Some is still running, some is still believing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Suddenly there's a breaking in my favor. Come on, suddenly the storm has ceased to exist. Suddenly. Suddenly. I'm gonna, before I'm going to take you to the next verse, I want to quickly share, and I've touched on this recently, but I want to go a little bit deeper on this. The Bible says when, when Sarah and Abram, I'm not saying Abraham for a reason, before they were Sarah and Abraham, God says that he's going to have a child in his old age. But you know what? Sarah couldn't wait. She says, let's get your servant, your maidservant, and lay with her and she will produce a child. The Bible says... When Hagar was pregnant with Abraham's child, Sarah was angry. Sarah wanted that. And then she said, you better get. And let me find you here again. The Bible says, Sarah insulted her, said stuff to her. Hagar was angry. She left. She said to herself, I'm taking this child with me. I'm gone. And an angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, where do you think you're going? Lord, I'm offended. I can imagine that God gives that every day. I'm offended. Okay, this is your number. If I have not offended you yet this morning, don't worry, I'll get to you. So, so, uh, Oh, let's get back to this. So Hagar wanted to run. The angel said, where are you going? Lord, did you see how Sarah treated me? Don't care. You are going to miss the blessing. Because blessing comes through association. I have called you to them. But Lord, my heart is broken. So in other words, what you were saying, Lord, my pride comes before your word. Now you, I'm, I'm going to go deep with you right now. Did you know for pride you'll stand and give accountability in that day? Go back. No, Lord, my pride is bigger than your word. Come on, let's just say it as it is. Lord, I'm going to take the blessing. What God says, God told her. He said, no, hang on now. When you take the blessing, the blessing stops. When you go back, I will make that blessing the nations of the world. You decide. 
And you know what? The, the, the thing that Hagar did, and by the way, Hagar was not a Jew. She's a Gentile. All right? She's a Gentile, not a Jew. But she realized what God has said. This is the thing. Most people would not have done what Hagar was doing. Most of them would have run away and missed the blessing of God because of offense. Come on, I want to I speak honest with you. Not a lot of people will be an adult like Hagar and say, listen, let's go back. The Bible says, go and humble yourself again. But Lord, they are supposed to say sorry. Where does that state in the Bible? The one, that does, the one who says sorry is the one that wins. Whether you were wrong or whether you were right. The thing that it was all about was Hagar had to check her heart. Come on, I'm speaking to somebody right now. It was a heart condition. Nothing less. It was a heart condition. God says, you better go back. And so you will find the second time where Sarah chased away. But this time, it was years after, almost 19 years after. And Sarah, this time, was no longer Sarah. It's your Sarah Har. All right, so she was mature, and God, the reason why God allowed, and I'm going to read this verse to you, the reason why God allowed for Hagar and his mom to go is because God wanted to do a separation between the Jew and the Gentile. The first time when she ran off, God says, you are going to miss <laughs> your assignment. Go and humble yourself, stay there, and there I will bless you. So let's go to the book of Genesis 21, verse 9. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had born uh, to Abraham scoffing. Now, did you know that there's a verse, a translation that says that Ishmael played with Isaac? Right? This verse says that when she saw Ishmael playing with Isaac, she said it's time for them to go. Therefore, she said, Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son, namely with Isaac. So what she's saying is he can't, have, he can't be here with Isaac. The promise came from Isaac. So in other words, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob separate the Jews and the Gentiles. And the matter was very displeasing in Abraham's sight because of his son, because of Ishmael. But God said to Abraham, do not let it be displeasing in your sight because of the lad or because of your bondwoman. Whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Just pause there. I'm thinking about this right now. In the Garden of Eden, it was a woman that told her husband, you better eat, brother. Oh, it's quiet. Take a leave. The first time, it was also Sarah that said to Abraham, get rid of this thing. And on the way out, God stopped and said, go back. Humble yourself. Don't listen. Abraham, don't listen to that woman. But this time, God allowed Abraham to listen to Sarah because God wanted to bring You don't hear this. This is what we are living in today. God is separating the true church. I want to say a hard thing, but I say this for the sake of your soul. The offended in this day will be part of the great falling away. Hear me. Jesus says in the last days, many will be offended. And he says that judgment will start at the house of God. So those who are offended shall be part of the... And you'll see a clear distinct between the true and the false. Wow, how can you see it? We are living in the days of Elijah. 
We are living in the days of miracles. We are living in the days where God's going to answer His people suddenly. There will be sudden turnarounds, sudden blessings. The world will gnash on the teeth because of the blessing that God has placed upon your life. But no man can curse what God has blessed. It's in this last day that the remnant will walk in favor. You better write this down and you better hear me. In this last days, the remnant will walk in favor. Favor, you don't have to look for business. Business will come looking for you. Come on, people will find your sound number. They will call you. Things will turn around for you in this final hour. You will see the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come on, I said you see God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob blessing the remnant. And in those days, he'll pour out his spirit. I'm one of them. I said, I am one of them. Come on, I said, I'm one of them. I'm the one walking in his favor. Come on, I'm the one walking in his blessing. Am I the only one? This is the hour for the remnant. Don't let offense get your heart. Humble yourself and say, Lord, I'm not leaving the blessing. All right, so go back to that verse, please. Do not let it be displeasing in your sight because of the lad or because of your bondwoman. Whatever, whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac your seed shall be called. Let's go on. Yet I will also make a nation of the son of the bondwoman. Because he is your seed. So Abraham rose early in the morning and he took bread and a skin of water. Bread and a skin of water. Isn't that so prophetically of Jesus Christ, the manna from heaven, the bread of life and the living water. And putting it on his shoulder and gave it and the boy to Hagar and sent her away. Then she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Bathsheba. Just stop there. Go back, please. Go back, go back. It says, Abraham rose early in the morning, took bread and a skin of water, and putting it on his shoulder. Did you know that the skin, the skin of water was also called a burden? All right, they know it as a burden. In those times, the woman took the burden to the shoulder. They carried the burden on the shoulder. The men took the burden on the head. That's why men become a dunk to film. See, all you have to buy a dunk in the black. But in any case, all right, so back to the verse. It's a fact that they called the skin of water a burden. Now, please think about this. Abraham placed the burden on his shoulder and sent him to the desert. She knew the desert. She was an Egyptian. She had family members in the desert. Look what happened next. Then she departed, wandered into the land called Bathsheba, and the water in the skin was used up. And she placed the boy under one of the shrubs. Then she went and sat across from him at a distance of about a bow shot. For she said to herself, let me not see the death of the boy. So she sat opposite him and lifted her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad. Then the angel of God called Hagar out of heaven. And he said to her, what ails you, Hagar? Fear not. Fear not. For God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise. <laughs> I like that. Arise. Arise. Lift up the lad and hold him with your hand. For I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes. And she saw a well of water. 
And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. I want you to look at me quickly. When Abraham placed this burden upon her shoulders, he sent her into the wilderness. This woman knew the wilderness. But because of the pain, oh, you didn't get this one. Because of pain, because of the struggle that she's been going through, it became a burden on her. So many women, I want to say this just to free of charge. It wasn't part of the notes, but I want you to hear me. So many women are left to take care of their children alone. And I'm not saying your children is a burden. But what comes with having kids becomes a burden and a struggle to you. Am I speaking to the right crowd? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you mothers that have to raise their babies by themselves. I believe that God hears the cry of the children from heaven. Do you hear me right now? And this is why when you belong to Jesus Christ, your babies will never have lack. God will always provide for them. Come on, they will always have full tummies in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you believe that, shout yes. yes. So when she got into the desert because of sorrow, she did not know where, we, where she was going. Please look at me. This is exactly what sorrow does to people. When sorrow hits, people have no idea where to go. Come on, I'm speaking to the right crowd. When everything was good, I have decided. Sorrow comes, brings confusion in the camp. You have no idea. Suddenly there's a burden that weighs you down. But the Bible says that burdens are lifted at Calvary. When Jesus Christ died for me, listen, I want to say this to you. Adam messed up in the garden of Eden, but Christ made right in the garden of Gethsemane. Everything that, come on, everything that Adam left in the garden of Eden, Christ restored in the garden of Gethsemane. I don't have to walk with burdens because burdens have been lifted on Calvary. Am I speaking to the right crowd? People allow burdens to weigh them down. And suddenly because of sorrow, you have no idea where to go. The Bible says this woman had no idea. And you know what happened? The people that lived in the desert, what they would do is they would hide the wells. So that when foreigners come through, they don't use their water. She knew exactly where the wells was, but because of what she was going through. Don't allow what you are going through determine the outcome of tomorrow. Come on, today is only a season, but tomorrow, come on. I said tomorrow, the Bible says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never comes to an end. They are new every morning. New every morning. Great is His faithfulness. She became confused even to the place where she was blind spiritually. This is what happens with people when the first attack comes. They are spiritually blind. Everything and anything around them is no longer of God. Listen, it's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live unto the glory of God. Am I speaking to the right crowd? You know what's the thing, Andre, what do people do when everything is fine? Then they sit here and they think about fishing. I don't need this word. Everything is great. Those turmoil hits. And they've got no idea how to stand. They've got no idea how to go through. This is why I'm telling you, you better prepare now. I said you better prepare now for what is coming next. Are you hearing me right now? I'm speaking to somebody. 
this woman was confused. The, the Bible says she came to a point where she wept. She took her son because there was no more power in him. She left him under a tree. And she said, let me just sit far away. I can't see. Think about this woman, this mother. This was just a woman. This was a mother. This mother says, I'm, I'm, I can't see my child die. And the Bible says she just wept uncontrollably. And suddenly, the, the Bible says the angel of the Lord shouted from heaven, What ails you, Hagar? I have heard, not your cry, that's not what the Bible says, I've heard the lad's cry. In other words, I have heard the cry of the covenant people. Don't you realize I have a covenant with him? No, you didn't get this. Don't you realize I have a covenant? Don't you realize that I made a vow that he's not going to die in the desert? Come on, Hagar, the pain has blinded you. I'm speaking to somebody. I said, I'm speaking to somebody. And the Bible says, while God speaks to her, bang, he opens up her eyes. And behold, as she looked, suddenly, there was a well. <laughs> In the wilderness, suddenly, there's breakthrough. Because God was reminded of his covenant. God was reminded of his promise. He did, to answer you, you will not see death. You will not taste death. You will go through the desert and he will take care of you. He will make, I said, I declare this. He will put wells. Where there was no wells. Too many of you sit in this building and your eyes has been closed. The devil has blinded you. But hear the word of God. Suddenly, God is changing everything. Pastor, my brother, help me there. Listen to me right now. I'm not speaking to everybody right now. I'm speaking to that 50. Where's the 50 that says, I'm a covenant man. I'm a covenant woman. Come on, I believe that when I cry... I love this. I don't want to. I don't want to sound nasty, but I can just imagine this. Hagar is crying. She's weeping. She's wailing. The Bible doesn't say the lad is weeping and wailing. He's just. You know what happened? Hagar is busy planning a funeral. She's busy putting something in the ground, which God says I'll multiply. Too many people want to bury stuff which God says is not dead yet. Don't bury the good stuff. God is about to multiply it. Is somebody listening to me right now? But she cried. He was busy dying. When God said, Hagar, what ails you? The boy. Don't worry. <laughs> I know about the boy. My promise is over him is yes and amen. But basically, he was not part of the covenant of Isaac. No, he was not. But it was promised that he will also have children everywhere. Am I speaking to you right now? God did not cry out of heaven because of Hagar. God called out of heaven because of the sun. There might be people around you. They're not intimate with God like you are. They are crying. They are wailing. And God comes through, he says, because of him. <laughs> because of him. I said, because of her. Because of her. Because of her. Because of him. Come on, because of him. Because of her. Look up. Arise. What does the angel say to her? Don't die here. 
Don't put your camp up. Arise. Arise. You are not called to look at the beautiful gate. You are called. And when you get to the other side, you can say, look what the Lord has done. Somebody better hear me. But the Bible says, even while they speak, I will hear them. Don't you just love this? Lord, my son is about to die. Let me just tell you who you're speaking to. You are speaking to the author and the finisher of your faith. <laughs> you're speaking to the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. You're speaking to the one who's so big that I can't sit in time. Time sits in me. You're speaking to the one who's so big. Come on, I've measured the universe in the span of my hand. Come on, I'm the one that the Bible says I am, the great I am. Come on, do you know who you're speaking to? By a word, by a word, the worlds were framed. By a word, there was light. By a word, there was water. Come on, in me consists all of the living beings. And you worry that your boy is about to die? Do you know who you're speaking to? I am the promise keeper. I am the way maker. I'm the miracle worker. Hallelujah. I am the one who makes a way where there seems to be no way. God says, He opened the eyes suddenly. So, hear me quickly. She was preparing for a burial. She prepared, it's done. This boy is almost stinking. Look at the flies. I'm going to bury him. That's when God steps in. Oh, you didn't get this. We're about to die in this drought. We're so thirsty. It's right there when the suddenly happened. It's right there, just when you think like this is it. You are signing the death certificate. When God says, hang on, help is on the way. Hear me right now, help is on the way. I said help is on the way. Let me say that again, help is on the way. Let me say that one more time, help is on the way. It doesn't matter how bad it looks right now, you better hear me, help is on the way. If God has a word for your life, he is, the Bible says He's quick to perform that word. He will not leave you. I don't care what Sarah did to you. Oh, you didn't get this. I don't care what they say about you. If God has a promise for you, it is yes and it is amen. Hallelujah. And He's quick to perform it. I'm asking, I'm asking God, this is my prayer, open your people's eyes. Let them see suddenly. Some of you stand in front of a door, that door's closed, you've got no idea. You hear a voice on the other side, go away, go away, go away. Suddenly, whoosh. Hallelujah. Suddenly, the door swings wide open. Suddenly, you're walking on dry ground. God is about to do suddenly. Have you noticed when Moses relied on God and not on what he saw? Lifted up the rod, suddenly there was a breakthrough. Suddenly they were walking through on dry ground. Let me say that 21 times until you get this. God is about to do a suddenly. God is about to turn things around. I don't just say this. I came from the throne room of God where I heard him say suddenly. He's about to manifest to those who belong to me. It's not to the, it's not to the seeker sensitive. It's not to the sensitive. It's to those who's wholeheartedly following him. 
Doesn't matter what I've been through, what they've said about me, I'm following Christ. It's to those who has a zeal for their father's house. It's those who says, my goodness, my soul even faints for the courts of the Lord. Listen to me. We are, we are, we are living in the hour where the final sand, of, the grainness of sand is falling through. But we will occupy until he comes. But while he comes, there's, there's a promise. Come on, come on, come on, hallelujah, come on. Suddenly, 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 suddenly my marriage is fixed, suddenly my business is right, suddenly these doors are swing wide open, suddenly, suddenly he hurt me, suddenly he hurt me, no more crying, no more pain, suddenly, Suddenly! The wait is over. I said the wait is over. Expect the unexpected. Come on, you better tell the other neighbor. Your wait is over. Expect the unexpected. So quickly hear me. For many, for many this morning, you'll see your spiritual eyes will open up. God will cause you to see wells in places where they said it's impossible. Hallelujah. Do me a favor, lift your hands quickly across this place. He's quick to perform His word. Jesus, this place, Jesus is in this Every eye closed. Every hand lifted to the Lord. We are trusting God for suddenness. Jesus is in this room. He's here right now. He's here right now. He's the one making this place I stand. Holy ground. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. Thank you for the suddenness. Come, every hand lifted to him. Lord, I thank you right now for the suddenness of heaven. I pray, Lord, as every physical eyes closed, that, that, that spiritual eyes will open up and they will see in the middle of the desert wells are springing up suddenly there's people sitting here you planned the funeral already God says I am the resurrection and I am the life you're not about to bury it it's only coming alive right now but Lord I find myself in the desert arise Arise, take your land and see that I have provided for you. Our God is the God that provides. Because every hand is lifted. 
Him in the desert, it's holy ground. <laughs> you find him in the plains, it's holy ground. I'm speaking to you, you're not dying. Your situation is not having power over you. God is turning it around for you. I hear him say, Behold the suddenness of God. The suddenness of God. Come on, you have to receive this in faith. You can't just sit there, you have to arise. You have to arise. Say, Lord, I'll never be the same again. I'm taking my bed. I'm walking, Lord. I'm walking through that gate called beautiful. No longer observing, Lord. But I'm walking. I'm arising. I'm walking. I'm receiving my break from my miracle. Open their eyes, Lord. Let them see what I see. a family you sit in this building you need God to do a miracle in your finance so quick you need God to do a miracle in your body you need God to do a miracle in your in your in your marriage in your family you need God to do a miracle for your children maybe you are in this building listening to me around the world you had received a doctor's report. Maybe you're at the verge of losing everything. I want, to hear, I want you to hear me. He heard your cry from heaven. He hears covenant people. He hears people that loves him. Now I want that 50 crazy bunch of people to agree with me right now in the spirit and open your mouths and declare his word to him. Come on, somebody's in this building crying out, Lord, don't you care that we're about to die? But be of good cheer this morning, for the suddenness of God is coming. Come on, you have to wage war in the heavenlies. You can't just allow the devil to steal your joy no longer. You have to arise and take territory. some of you Satan has asked to sift you as wheat if it wasn't for the prayers of the Lord you would have been lost the time has come the time has come to arise and run through the gate called beautiful the time has come to come home 
Come on, I want to hear that 50 crazy people. That 50 I preached to this morning. Come on, I want you to lift those voices. I said, today I'm receiving my suddenly. Suddenly everything is different. Suddenly this breakthrough. Suddenly this victory. Oh. Come on, don't stop. You have to penetrate the heavenlies. Suddenly, come on, say suddenly, suddenly, Lord, suddenly. Don't allow the pain to blind you. Don't allow the burden to weigh you down. He's the God of the suddenlies. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, we glorify Him. Come on, just two minutes. Just love Him. He's here, people of God. Just love Him right now. Come on. Beautiful Jesus. Oh, rock of ages, cliff for me. You are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place. You are welcome, welcome, welcome in this place. Come on, allow every form of offense to, the, to die right now. Come on. You better tell offense I'm shutting the door. I'm not locking out of my blessing. I'm not walking without my blessing. Suddenly, suddenly, come on, fathers of the house, declare the word of God. For me, my house, there will be a suddenly. Lord, I'm a covenant man. I'm a man after your own heart. You hear me, Lord. Even before I ask you, you answer me. Suddenly. Suddenly, 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 <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, oh, suddenly, 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 yes, I see a person standing in this building. As I see you in the spirit, I see over your stomach. It's like a, like a sign that I see in your stomach. There's tremendous pressure in your sight. Quickly run to the front. I'm going to pray for you. Don't be afraid. This is what the Lord shows. I see a, a person of issues here, right? Close to your stomach, but to the side. Quickly run. I'm going to pray for you. The rest, lift your hands. Close your eyes and receive from heaven. You're suddenly. Come, I'm not praying afterwards. You have to respond as God speaks. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Come on, that body come in alignment with the word of God right now. In the name of Jesus. In the 
the name of Jesus, just put your hand there. Give me the, where's the oil? Give me the oil. Come on, we trust God's report. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, I curse cancer. You foul spirit of cancer. I command you in the name of Jesus. Pick up. You foul spirit of cancer. Just put your hand there, right? Just put your hand there. Put your, put your hands. There, here, here we go. Come on, pray, saints of God. Cancer! Ouch! In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this doctor's report. Yes, Lord, pick up one more time. Look at me. Do you want to live? Then live! In Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It's in your words. You shall lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. Body recover. Cancer you take to the root in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, lift those voices and worship Him. There's a sudden breakthrough. There's a person here you are waiting. You are waiting on a contract. You better run here because I hear in my spirit there's a breakthrough, a sudden breakthrough. The fire of the Holy Ghost upon him. Touch your people in Jesus' name. Suddenly. Barobo Shakarabanda. You see, you better see that contract signed in the spirit. Lord, open this spiritual eyes. Let them see it's signed, it's sealed, and it's delivered in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, according to your word, your word says in the book of Mark that you will confirm your word through signs following. I declare that this week you will confirm your word in the name of Jesus for suddenly, Lord. There will be a sudden turnaround, a sudden breakthrough in Jesus' name. I command doors open up right now, right now. I command wells to spring forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, I anoint them and I agree in the name of Jesus. I anoint them and I agree. That's power. I anoint them and I agree. Come on, one more time. I anoint and I agree. In the name of Jesus, we anoint them and we agree. We anoint them and we agree. Now in Jesus' name. Done in the name of Jesus. We anoint them woo, and we agree. In Jesus' name. Wells will open up this week. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, as you cry out to Him. Come on, maybe you have to do what Hagar did. Maybe you have to do what Ishmael did. Cry out to the Lord. If a cry made God to call from heaven, He can do the same for you. Come on, those in your seats, lift your hands and receive. He's here right now. He's here right now. Wells open up. Oh, there's people here that you will receive a perpetual breakthrough. Not just a blessing. I want to tell you guys, come here quickly. I want to prophesy this over you. I don't know what you're busy with. 
but I declare perpetual breakthrough. Not just, not just enough, more than enough. And I'll ask you right now, Lord, that there will be so much vision, so much plans, and that every one of them shall be prospered in the name of Jesus. Lord, you reward faithfulness, and I agree with them. In Jesus' name, it is done. It is done. What are you trusting God for? Okay. All right. Jesus, I give you praise. That's the healing anointing. I command that womb close up right now. Hear the word of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Flesh, cover it right now. I command you. I command flesh to cover this wound right now. Veins open up. In the name of Jesus. My God, I feel the glory of the Lord here. Come on right now. Every hand lifted to Him. Every single hand lifted. Jesus, Jesus. Just give me two more minutes. Just give me two more minutes. Karabo I want to tell this to somebody, the veil is torn. The doors fling wide. I see glory as I run inside the throne room. Many of you should run to the throne room right now. And say, Lord, there's no way I'm leaving without my suddenly. Thank you, Jesus. The veil is torn. I want to do this. I want to agree with people that's agreeing for their marriages. You agreeing, God, to do something in your marriage, quickly come here. Come on, Jesus is here. Lord, let your anointing destroy every single yoke in the name of Jesus. Let your sweet anointing destroy, crush every situation. In the name of Jesus Christ, a sudden breakthrough. A suddenly, Lord, we stand in agreement. You know the situation. And we say it is done, Lord. Turn it all around in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, everybody, just lift your hands and pray. He's here right now. How long? How long? Getting worse. Do you believe Jesus can heal this ear? The power of God. Deafness, let it go. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, never again. Never again. Anoint this woman. Touch her, I pray. That's <laughs> the fire of God upon her. I glorify you for this. In Jesus' name. Jesus is here. Suddenly, Lord. Suddenly. 
suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. Lord, I thank you that today you do a new thing in every single heart and life. Ooh. Thank you for the fire of your spirit. Breakthrough after breakthrough, they suddenly disappear to your people. In the name of Jesus, suddenly, Lord, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly turn everything around. Everything that is lost shall be restored. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for a miracle. I glorify your name. Listen, there's a woman with an issue of in a womb. Quickly. God's going to touch your womb. Bless them, Jesus. Give them breakthrough, I pray. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for suddenly. Let suddenly happen for them. Lord, let suddenly. Let suddenly be released upon this family. Now in the name of Jesus, let suddenly happen. Suddenly, 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 suddenly. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Lord, I thank you for your healing power. I release your healing virtue in this, in this little girl. In Jesus' name, from the head to the soles of her feet, I thank you for this healing power I feel. In Jesus' name, amen. What are you trusting God for? Okay. Lord, thank you for, for this woman. And I'm asking you today, Lord, that you'll touch them like you've never touched them before. Do a new thing for them, Lord. I want to ask you a special touch of your spirit. There it goes, right now. That's power. Use them. Open up doors which no man can shut. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. Every promise, yes and amen. I give you praise for this. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. You, you touch him. You touch him from his head to the soles of his feet. Hello. I like that. I like that. Look at your hand Jesus, I pray your fire upon this boy. Use him, Lord, for his generation in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. This is awesome. A young boy, I want the fire. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and agree with me. This is my week. I've suddenly. Now you have to say it like you believe it. This is my week. This is my week. Of suddenly. Unexpected favor. Unexpected favor. Unexpected miracles. Unexpected miracles. It's mine. It's mine. It's my portion. My portion. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This is not where it ends for me. I'm preparing now. I'm preparing now. For my next. For my next. Are you ready for what's happening next? Amen. Are you ready for what's happening next? 